0: Bequan cut the music. We're back, episode 20, Sigs Inside. We have everyone, San Seattle, uh, which means we have Halinan back. We have Hot back. Kylie and Schultz are also here. I'm of course it. here as I'm talking. Uh so that's kind of weird. Twentieth uh edition here. Nice little round number there. So it makes sense that we got the whole gang back together. We actually do Yeah, it's 20. It's it's flown. Um we do have some breaking news today, though. Uh, Messi is leaving Barcelona. Feels as if this has been something that's been somewhat teased for, I want to say, the last 12 months or so. I feel like in soccer, they speak in months. Two years. Instead. Yeah, so 24 months. In soccer, they speak in months instead of years, from what I've been able to tell. So I'll do that as well. Uh, the last 24 months, Messi has been kind of teasing this move. So any guesses on where he's going to end up?
1: It'll be PSG or Manchester City.
2: Yeah, what Kylie tried to say. But I could see either City or PSG. City just spent 100 mil on uh, Jack Grealish for some reason. So I don't think they have quite the funds to afford Messi with all the wages. But I mean, they could because it's Manchester City. And they can afford anybody. But I think Paris Saint Germain makes the most sense. He loves Neymar, he loves to play with Neymar. So I could see that reunion happening. And I'd love to see them see him outside of the premier league because that's going to be tough for liverpool.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised we're uh like that's the one thing I kind of knew about soccer was like Messi Barcelona uh and that's just not a thing. It's not going to be a thing anymore. Uh I'm surprised it happens frankly. It like it's been like you said it's been 2 years now of, like it's going to happen. It's going to happen and now that it finally has. Uh Kind of weird. In other breaking news, uh, the U.S. men's basketball team made the finals for Olympics. That is kind of breaking news. Uh, they got a massive come-from-behind win, believe it or not, based on the final score against Australia last night. I think I read a stat. They, from the time of like 2:52 left in the second quarter to the end of the third quarter, they won on a 42 to 18 run. Which was in large part carried by KD. Everyone finally heated up for the most part, besides Damian Lillard. Bam out of bio, I've learned very quickly he cannot catch a pass. Um, Big men can't he, catch passes. Yeah. So they ended up uh, beating uh, Jock Landale and the uh, the Boomers of Australia. Yes, that is his real name is Jock Landale. He just signed. Mary's alum. Yeah, he just signed with uh, with the Spurs. Uh, recently so they finally made it Slovenia on the other end unfortunately their run is going to have to go through the bronze medal game against Australia after a heartbreaking loss on a blocked buzzer beater by Nick Batum last night so overall pretty uh ugly basketball being played by the U.S. but they still have that switch that they can flip and it's uh it's annoying watching them at times and then things start kind of clicking again it's like all right these guys are—they've still got it. Uh, shout out Drew Holiday. Shout out Chris Middleton too. They've really started. Uh, they started that run. Um, anything on U.S. Men's Team Olympic basketball?
2: If they don't win gold, I'll be really surprised. At yeah. this point, they've gotten there. They've already played France once. They know how to play them now. Just don't go into Rudy Gobert's chest. <laughs> it's pretty much all you need to do.
0: Simply hit threes. Yeah, like that would don't be easy miss. Enough. Don't miss three in a row while you're playing. Five on four. That was, still that the was so
2: bad. I was Katie just <laughs> ripped that one from the top of the key. I was like, when that happened, I'm like, yeah, there's no chance for winning this.
0: Yeah. Um. So that's that's it for breaking news for now. Uh, now we're going from basketball to even more basketball. NBA free agency opened up this past week. A lot happened. Uh, ben Simmons wants to go to Golden State. Isn't talking to anyone. Uh, Derozan went to the Bulls. The NBA draft happened. Just a lot of stuff that we really have to uh, cover here. So I, I think let's let's start them with the draft. Uh, we can just go through biggest winners, losers, could be players, teams, whatever. So whatever you want to talk about draft wise.
3: It's a, the the draft is a sick time. It's a great experience. Um, I actually worked the draft, so I got to escort Cam Reddish, and I showed no him worry, all really? throughout. Yeah, and so it's in the Barkley Center every year. So. The things that they get right after they come down stage is actually really cool. So like, I had a little earpiece in. Like, I grabbed Cam right off stage. Dude, um, no way, that's
4: that didn't happen.
3: Yeah, and so I take him to each of his interviews. Um, I get him whatever color Gatorade he wants. He wanted, I think he got, he wanted purple. Got him his purple Gatorade, and then um, they actually get custom watches of the team they get drafted by, which is pretty cool. Um, they get to go to a snack room for any food and stuff they want. Um, they talk to a bunch of people and then they could go to like get custom beats, but a lot, like a lot of the guys have separate deals already, so they don't want to touch that. So like, no, no, no. We don't want to go anywhere near the beats. Like we're talking to another company or something like that. Um, and then you just take them to their families right after it's a, it was actually super cool. One of the coolest things I'll ever do. So question um, on question on the watch here, is that yeah.
0: based on what team, like. Drafted them like the announced pick or what team they end up with. So like would New Orleans Noel get a New Orleans uh, Hornets
3: Good question. So we were told specifically if our pick got traded, we don't go anywhere with them. We take them to a separate back room and their agent and their family just waits with them in this back room. And we're waiting too until they get like the official word that like, okay, this trade did happen then they can leave that back room and you will take them and they'll get like the watch that they got traded to.
0: Okay. So cam reddish winner of uh, the draft at <laughs> no. one point or another. <laughs> I so, was just explaining how. Yeah, no, that's sick though. That's, yeah. that's fucking sick. I didn't know about, uh, about a lot of that. Uh, I, I feel as if the league too, they're, uh, we're eventually going to get to a point where people in the arena know who's getting drafted by who, uh, 'Cause so many times it's like, Oh wow, this pickout traded, you're putting on the hat for uh Oklahoma City, for example, and it's like you're not there. Exactly. Um,
2: ESPN did a horrible job
3: with that this year too. Oh man. Yeah. But anyway, Jack. I thought one uh, winner. Miles McBride. Miles McBride. <laughs> I've been following him on Instagram. It seems like he's hyped to be in New York. Um he went he went like he got drafted earlier than expected, I feel like. Um Yeah, definitely. I honestly I honestly thought like Sharif Cooper was gonna go way before him, so I was and I was honestly hyped to get McBride to the Knicks. I think that's yep. sick. Um, but yeah, I thought he was—I thought he was a big winner. I'm a big McBride fan, so
2: yeah. I'll go more of the team approach. If we're going to talk about uh, winners and losers and winners specifically, I think the Hornets were a big winner today, this year. Uh, they got Book Night super late compared to what he was projected to be to. Uh, what did he go? He went 11th, and yep. he was pretty much a lock in the top 10 uh, pre-draft. Then they went and got Kai Jones, a better high upside guy that I think can really help. Maybe not start right away, but he'll be their power forward center for the future. Um, Especially if he can show that he can knock down like a three-point shot in the future. And then I think they got two nice high upside guys in the second round with JT Thor. I think he's the second youngest guy in the draft. He's definitely one of the younger guys in the draft, JT Thor. And then Scotty Lewis, who... You guys all all have seen his hoop mixtape from high school. I mean, he's just got insane bounce. So, obviously, he doesn't have a lot of basketball skills. That's why he's going second round. So, if he can kind of find those tools in the G League uh, on, like, a nice two-way contract, I think Scotty Lewis could be a nice flyer that they took in the second round. But, overall, I really like the Hornets' picks. I think Book Knight fits really well in that backcourt with Lamelo, And he can kind of play that 2-3 in the NBA. So, I think there's going to be a lot of nice movement in the Hornets' uh direction, you know. I think I mean I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I really like the Horns draft. Yeah.
0: I can, uh, I can agree with that. I mean, that slide 2 is really unexpected from Booknight cuz he was in conversations for Oklahoma City at 6, and I think when OKC didn't pick him, that really kind of set everything into a a little bit of a tailspin there. Hot, I'm gonna bump it over to you here interested to see what you're going to say. Uh Maybe some Brandon Boston slander. I'm not quite sure. By the way, you were right. Uh, you said earlier on he would not be a first-round pick. So, I, yeah. I, congrats to you on that one.
4: A couple of friends and I made a bet around that in, like, last year around this time. And I'm just happy it paid off. Uh, BJ Boston sucked dick at Kentucky. <laughs> uh, he, honestly, I'm surprised he even got drafted. Um but uh I'm glad to have won upside. Some... Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad to have won some money off that. Um I I didn't really love what the Pacers did, to be honest with you. I think Duarte is a bust. Uh I would have went Moody or uh, I don't know. I don't remember who was all there, but I, I wasn't a fan of the Pacers. I Isaiah Jackson could maybe be something, but uh, they didn't have anyone other than Isaiah, right? And uh, Duarte, or did they have someone in the second round? Uh, I'm Those two, up right. no. Yeah, so
0: two. they had a they have a drafting guy too. They had the last pick of the draft. Oh, Traded okay. Bed. So he won't.
4: That yeah. To so a oh, was so, that part? That, of that the, was the Bucks' pick. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I, I it just I think the Pacers just remind me of the Bengals. Like they just are content with mediocrity and I think that's why I kind of love him in a way too. (laughs) I mean, I disagree
1: uh, with that. Um, I think Duarte fits the roster more. We don't need people that are going to be projects. We, we're not really a rebuilding team. I mean, we're not like good or there, but I wouldn't say our roster's in full rebuild and he's, one of the most ready players out of this draft and we still got a a project that I we can have like how old.
4: I feel like 24 yeah yeah I, I don't i don't like how old he is i mean you're
1: you're getting it's him like, realistically he's like, for like he'll contribute
0: now that's that's kind of the hope is he'll contribute now and for the next 4 or so years and then you start having those conversations uh, kind of after that but it's, it's Brogdon certainly... was older when he was drafted,
2: too. Yeah, remember that. Really? He was like 22, 23. Yeah. How hmm. come Brogdon's older than you
0: think? It's like a Buddy Healed as well. Is, uh... Yeah, Brogdon's 28. Yep, yeah, so is Buddy. Buddy's also 28. Uh, and how many years is yeah. he? Five? Uh, three, bro- yeah, yeah,
2: five. So he was drafted when he was 23 in the second round.
0: Buddy went number six.
2: Which so, is, uh, I mean, I don't like think so age is like the most, like, obviously, you like for higher upside guys, definitely you want a younger guy, but Duarte, you know what you're getting. Like, you saw him for the past three years. Um, who said this? I think Jay Billis. I think Jay Billis said this, and it's a really good point. If he, if uh, Chris Duarte was a four year starter at Kentucky or at Duke or somewhere, he would be going, like, he would have been, had a lot more name recognition. He'd like everybody would love this pick, they'd be like, This guy was a stud for three to four years. Probably,
4: that's probably, I, I think that's probably really true.
2: Yeah, so he was just, he had, he's in the unfortunate situation of playing in the Pac 12, where at this point everybody's asleep when the Pac 12 games are on, so you don't really watch him until he makes the tournament. And To be fair, he had an amazing tournament. He that uh, Oregon team just destroyed Iowa in the second round. Like, Duarte was phenomenal in the tournament, but. Obviously, I agree with Kylie. I think it's – if you're drafting a guy that's ready right now, then Duarte was the pick. But I'm going to disagree. With, I think the Pacers at this point, they need to think about rebuilding because every else in the East is, that's competing has a young star, and I don't really see that with the Pacers, and I don't see a guy that can turn into that young star on the Pacers. So that would be my main concern with them. Um, obviously, we'll see this year maybe Brogdon – can stay healthy for an entire season unlikely maybe sabonis can stay healthy for an entire season not likely maybe miles turner can be traded for something valuable Third but, charm. yeah i don't know because i think duarte does help if you're expecting to contend for a playoff spot and make some noise in the tournament or in, not the, tournament, in the playoffs so if that's the mindset which i'm assuming that's the pacers mindset that's a good pick for me but I agree I would have taken Moody there. I just like the upside a little bit more, but, you know, it is what it is.
1: I just yeah, think no. they're trying out this roster with the yeah. new coach, and you took a guy that's going to be ready to play. And, I mean, if we were to stay healthy, I think arguably we have one of the most, like, even powerful starting lineups in the whole NBA. Like, yeah, Malcolm Brogdon – Karis Levert, T.J. Warren, Sabonis, and Miles Turner. Like, there's not many starting lineups one through five that are as solid as that. Obviously, yeah. there's way better players, and that adds to it. But one through five, there's hardly any s- as solid as that. And but our yeah, is probably can't like stay the box. I mean, you have Giannis, but like, well, I know I what I'm saying but- I wouldn't say everybody from one through five is like that good.
0: There's not, there's not a drop off for like, uh, for the Pacers. It's like one through five, like your best guy in that lineup versus your fifth best guy. There isn't much of yeah. A I
2: guess if difference. you're saying they're all average, then yeah.
0: Aver- above. <laughs> I mean, but like the Bucks
2: have three all stars and Dante and Brooke, which are pretty good four or fives. But besides the point. Let's get back to the draft. We kind of yeah. went on a Pacers tangent.
0: <laughs> uh, I want to hop in on the Pacers real quick, too. Uh, I'll kind of close <laughs> it out on them before getting into mine. Uh, I, I don't mind what they're doing. I think this being a win-out pick, like what Kylie said, with seeing what the roster offers is good. Because as of right now, to me, when I look at their roster, uh, they're going to have a lot of issues in the East this year. Um, I, I'm i not sure what Toronto is going to look like this year. I think they'll be significantly better than they were last year. Wizards meet probably around the same, but you have Chicago improving greatly. Uh Cleveland improving a little bit. Uh Orlando, no, and then Detroit improving a decent amount too. So I just I struggle a little bit with them as to where they'll uh they'll end up if it goes bad for them i hope it goes horribly for them so that they can properly go through it um because they were one of those teams that's kind of been stuck in uh, draft pick hell almost where it's your second purgatory of like 12 through 16 drafting at some point 12 through 16 again and again and again um mm-hmm. and real like the east is so it's so clouded to me this year that i don't if you were going to end up blowing anything up should things go poorly it's it's kind of hard for me to find here to do it than uh than yeah. now uh back to the draft though I want to talk about Oklahoma City's draft it was really weird uh I can come around on the giddy pick eventually I still would have liked to see uh either Kuminga or Booknight there I get why we went giddy. I've learned to trust Presti. If he sees someone that's oversized and can play make, he's going to pick them. That's just how it goes. Especially if they can't shoot. Our whole MO is athletic guys that are big and cannot shoot, but maybe can eventually. (laughs) Um, And we got plenty of those there. Uh, Super happy SGA signed his max extension. Uh, That's just awesome for us. Shows that, you know, we're not going to trade away everyone, but, uh, it was a weird, it was a weird draft. Definitely, um, picked up some more first too. Uh, who, who we got? We got uh, Trey Mann, who I think should really contribute. I'm gonna be interested to see how he fits with the amount of kind of like combo guards that we have on the roster. Uh, we got Robinson Earl, who I don't know if he's even gonna play for us, and then uh, Wiggins from Maryland. So just to... Not the most wowing class necessarily, but there is some, uh, some potential that's going to end up being there. I loved Houston's draft, though. Houston's draft was sick to me. Um, really enjoyed it just from the start. You know, that backcourt's going to be electric. Uh, they, end up, they ended up getting Shangoon as well, which is huge for them, too. I think he'll be able to come in and contribute right away. Um, so really, really happy with what they did. And they got Garuba too. Like Mm -hmm. they got both of those guys. And Garuba, like, I don't know if you guys watch the Spain games. uh, that man can play some defense. Like, we I've talked about it a ton, but he was legitimately clamping people. So I'm very excited to see what those guys end up and then they got Josh Christopher too. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say and Josh Christopher and Jalen Green are absolute boys. Like they played on the same UIBL team. So I think the chemistry there right off the bat, I think I could see them like leading the backcourt in the future. And that would be really
0: fun. If nothing else, that'll be a fun team to watch.
1: I agree. They have a lot of fun pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I think Josh Christopher, that's a perfect fit for him. He'll be able to actually like get to play and like, it's not like going to be a ton of pressure where he's coming in as a first rounder and has to like perform. He's obviously shown the potential being that high recruit. And I mean, he ran into some injury problems and maybe not the best situation at Arizona State, but I think that potential's still there and he'll be able to grow into it with the Rockets yeah. where there, there's not really like – it doesn't really matter what they do because they're going to be so bad, but he can just grow into that kind of his – find his niche in the NBA.
0: Agreed. And then another one too, uh, another fit. That's I.R. Williams to Memphis fit too. I found really interesting too because I feel as if that's a another really kind of low pressure situation where you can step in and be on this team where you don't need to be the guy. You can just focus on developing on your own. He won't. There's no shot he breaks into the starting lineup. You know, you've got Kyle Anderson there, Uh, but coming off the bench for them, he could be a super super valuable addition, especially if he's able to put it together. Like that is going to be a pick that we look back on. Like that wasn't a reach. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So. Should be interesting. I think now is probably a good time to transition from Oh, I got one more winner. Um, yeah, Let me yeah. give me I,
2: yeah. I um I might have a I really run. like
0: the Nets draft. Oh,
2: I my think God. the Nets uh, added I, agree. I think they added two pieces in the first round that were just absolutely perfect fit for the for next season. I think Cam Thomas obviously is gonna be a great player. He we loved him in college. Kylie was hyping him up to be 13. in the draft. As you can hear, there's a fire going on behind me. Uh but I think between Cam Thomas, who can come off the bench and add just a scoring plug, and Darren Sharp, who's just an offensive rebounding machine, they added two perfect guys that maybe won't contribute at the start of the season. But come playoff time, they're going to be really good additions to the team. And I'm going to go put out this fire that apparently is
3: going on in the background. So, What do you think about Atlanta's pick for uh, Sharif Cooper? I honestly think he could be a solid backup for Trey.
0: I'm surprised he was there that late. I I think just the fact that you're able to get him that late is crazy to me. They just re-signed Lou Williams today, too. Um, But he'll be your second or third point guard even. like That's a really, really strong addition for them. Um, I think we need to give a shout-out, too, to Golden State. It's impressive that the draft fell the way that it did, where you're able to get... Moody was a steal. like. That's yeah. that's going to end up being really cool for them.
2: I don't think they won the draft. I think the draft is just like, here, you can win it. Like, yeah. they just like they fell into their lap.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like, if, if there's anywhere that can offer... Like, Kuminga developing there, there is no pressure. Wiseman mm-hmm. had a ton of pressure because he played the center position on this team that very clearly needed help at the center position. Um, so, he doesn't... Kuminga doesn't have that pressure. Moody, he's going to contribute from day one. All he needs to do is stand in the corner, shoot threes, and bust his ass on defense. Like, that is it, and then he's a good pick. Kuminga, you're expecting a little bit more there. The athleticism is going to play. Defense will eventually get there a little more, but it's low pressure for him, and he steps into that system right away to uh, really be successful. So let's get into the off season. Uh There was a the trade that... Uh, you're... Uh, Mute yourself
3: figure it out buddy
0: um there was the big trade to start things with uh westbrook going to the lakers uh we never i don't think we ever got into that one um so how do we uh how are we feeling about the westbrook trade and then they signed like every they got malik monk on like a a minimum deal which is yeah insane to me uh so how are we feeling about the uh, – let's get into the Westbrook trade first. Uh, winners and losers, I guess, of that one.
1: I really don't like that Westbrook trade. He Sure, he's a good player, but he essentially does the same thing as LeBron, and I just don't see them coinciding together. I think LeBron just clearly needs to be surrounded by shooters where he can just dominate the ball and just dish it out wherever – And the way that they're really constructing this roster, I'm not seeing a lot of shooters on there. Sure, it's a bunch of his guys, but I just – I don't know about it. And I don't like Westbrook to there. I just don't think they're going to work out together.
2: But that fast break is going to be a thing of beauty. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But I I agree. I think the Westbrook fit is tough. I think – They can definitely fill out the roster to make it work with two shooters on the court at all times that aren't LeBron and Westbrook and AD. So as long as those two guys that are – I think in this system, AD needs to be playing the five now. Um, Otherwise, they're going to run into similar issues they had last season where you can kind of just stack the paint and just – I don't know. I just – I don't like the fit unless they play differently than they did last year because it's kind of going to be the same team with Westbrook who's definitely a better version of Dennis Schroeder but like it's the same he's gonna be giving the same type of things and there's another fire. What the fuck is going on? Outside?
0: So I think if if nothing else, too, given their offseason acquisitions, LeBron's not gonna need the ball in his hands as often, which I think is gonna be big with getting him rest. Just for ball handlers, you have Westbrook, you have Malik Monk who can play with the ball in his hands, and Kendrick Nunn, who used to be able to, uh kind of fell off of a cliff. But uh he had such a hot start as a rookie out of nowhere. Um but You've got these different additions here. I just want to apologize, too. Uh, Lakers fans got clowned for saying Kuzma, KCP, and Harrell couldn't fetch anything, and they got an MVP return out of it. Technically. So, shout out them. They were right the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I, like what the, I, I like what the Wizards were able to do with this, though. Um, I think their team got significantly better. They were able to get Dinwe- Dinwiddie out of the deal, too. Uh, who should be a I I like the fit with Dinwiddie alongside of Beal better than I like Westbrook alongside of Beal. Just because it's more of a a steady presence. Uh, Westbrook's a floor raiser, I would say. And Dinwiddie can be the type of guy where you can work things out with him. Um, He can handle the ball well. He can shoot well. Just overall, just a solid, solid point guard. Um, So I, I love the move from the Wizards' perspective and from the Lakers too. I want russ to get a ring like if the lakers want to ring this is the first time i will ever say i will be happy i love that man to death the fit is an interesting one though uh on paper it should not work but i have no doubts that it'll end up uh working stuff out the be- other uh the other big move too was uh chicago got like everyone i want to say that was that would have been like the second biggest uh the biggest move, right, would be Chicago uh, DeMar. signing. They got Tamar, they got Lonzo. Lonzo in the sign and trade. They got Alex Caruso. Lori Markkinen's probably going to. I think I read the Charlotte Hornets. I believe yep. that was correct. So Hornets are probably going to end up getting him. I think OKC still can be a late, uh, late contender in that. With that, so restricted free agency starts. Tomorrow, essentially, where guys can officially sign those offer sheets. Um, but yeah, Bulls. Uh, good lord, they're making moves.
3: I feel bad for Kobe White.
0: <laughs> That's he's kind of a forgotten one in all of this.
3: I know. I actually loved him. I love his hair.
2: <laughs> I feel like they like
3: they've got to move him now, right? Like they have. Passo Caruso. They, they have like, to move. What him. do they?
2: They don't need like they bring hey, in Like Caruso is just. Like, is he going to start? Like, he shouldn't. He's not that good.
1: No, How I much don't. did they pay him? A little too much. Who, Caruso? they paid him a lot. Yeah.
0: Caruso didn't make all that. I I feel like that's a fine contract for him. I want to say he made like... I thought 30. it was like, what, what was I think, it? So, it's four years and $37 million. I feel like that's fine for Caruso. Oh, I thought it was
2: three years. It's four.
0: It's four it years, $37 million. I don't know if there's an option on the end of it or what. But I thought he was fine. I'm fine with that. Because, like, you have, you've got Vucevic for a little bit. You've got DeRozan now for a few more years. Levine, you're hoping to lock up soon and you're willing to go into the luxury tax for him. And Lonzo's now locked up. Like, that's a solid. And then Patrick Williams, too, probably slots in at the four this year. That's a sick lineup. They have Wendell Carter, too, right? Uh no he got traded to uh, he went to Orlando
2: actually yeah for, oh yeah yeah for With, uh, for Vucevic
0: yeah so their, their backups a Tony Bradley actually which is a sick good... acquisition for them too like that's just a solid bench big there like they're they've got a strong and then they have got a the sun move too
1: yeah this year in the draft that's what I was gonna say there's too many cooks in the kitchen for the point guard slash just all-guards position for them. I think they're going to have to move one of them.
2: Yeah. Kobe White, I think, is going to be the odd man out there because they're going to have to pay him in two years? One year? What's his first two option? Two years, I think. He's so cheap, though, and he's proven to be a good scorer, so I don't know why they get rid of him. At, but, like, they just have so many guys that play the same position now.
0: So, yeah. Kobe, White, be... Kobe White's a free agent. He gets a he becomes a restricted free agent in 2023.
2: Oh, I would have a tough time trading him if I'm the Bulls, just based on the production.
0: Yeah. He's just,
2: he's just. He, I'm sure he's a negative on defense. I haven't looked, I haven't watched Kobe White play enough, Probably. but I just based off of his like body type, I'd assume he's not that good on defense.
0: I, I think, and there's still room for him in the rotation too. I think he becomes sixth man for this team realistically because uh, Laurie's, Laurie's going to be out the door if it's a sign and trade or a regular one. I'm not, or a regular restrictive free agency thing. I'm not quite sure, but. Lori's gonna be out the door here. So that opens up a spot for Williams. Kobe's Kobe and Caruso are the first two guys off the bench, realistically to me. Um DeSonmu, I think he'll be third guard, but third point guard, but I don't see like Caruso having the ball in his hands necessarily a ton unless yeah. he's alternating with, with Kobe.
3: Caruso <laughs> is known for his defense, right?
0: Yeah, he's a great defender. Yeah, so I, I think thought. You, you'll you realistically, I think you'll have some lineups with them where you, you've moved a Rosen out, maybe you run him with the bench, and you just go Lonzo, Caruso, and then Levine at the three. So a little bit on the smaller side, but defensively, that's having Lonzo and Caruso right next to each other, like two borderline, I don't know if Lonzo's got an all-defensive team yet, but two borderline all-defensive players on that team playing next to each other, the guard position, like that's a sick lineup. Um, there to me, like that's they're one of my like top five most exciting teams that I'm looking forward to seeing just because you have this influx of talent. I've really, the Vucevic edition was sick for them too, but now you have like a solid point guard. You've got DeRozan who I'm not huge on, but it's a name he should be able to contribute. He's got a little bit more to work with now than he did. Um, It's, it's looking like it's going to be a fun team right there. Uh, If, uh, Nothing else. Cleveland, too. Uh, I forgot Cleveland got Ricky Rubio. So that kind of – and the only reason I'm bringing that up is because of what Rubio did to the U.S. men's team. Uh, <laughs> he went insane. I don't know how we get that Rubio over here. But uh, he's now in that guard rotation with Garland, with Sexton. Uh, and they've got – Cleveland's kind of getting this young core going over here. With uh, They got Mobley, Okoro. Sexton and Garland now that are all kind of potentially turning into something, which is, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see so far. Sexton's still on the roster, which is, uh, somewhat surprising now.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, I I like Sexton, so I don't see the need to move him. Um, unless you get something that's like benefits you tremendously, tremendously. Um, yeah. I like Sexton. I've always liked Sexton, but you know, um, I we haven't talked about the Heat yet. And I think we need to talk yeah. about the Heat. Uh, Kyle Lowry is going to be a great addition to that team with his giant butt, and they yep. also gave Duncan Robinson a lot of money. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's worth resigning. But that pretty much, like looking at. Okay, actually, that's not even. They gave Jimmy Butler too much money. Uh, for too long because he's, Mm -hmm. what is it, five years from now, he's going to be making $30 million still or something crazy. That's like – and Jimmy Butler's like, what, 32 or 33 at the time right now?
0: They're going to be paying a 37-year-old Jimmy Butler. I want to say it's $43 million. Yeah, that's tough. That's wild. I think to me, like when I look at those contracts though, that signals to me like this is the heat going in on this core and it's like they're willing to wear it too. Um, They don't like – You weren't, if you don't sign Jimmy Butler or Duncan Robinson, you're not going to be able to sign someone else in place of them because they were already so, like, up against it. Um, It's going to get ugly, though. Don't get me wrong. So, Jimmy's actually going to be, at the end of this extension, he'll be 36 years old, making $51 million. That's
2: that's too much.
0: that's a tough sell. Yeah, like it.
2: It like these moves all seemed like win now moves for the Heat, but like I don't know if they're in the position to like be like I don't think this, like I don't think Kyle Lowry necessarily puts them in the top two, top three. Like I still don't think they're they have enough to beat the the Nets or the the Bucks in the first round. Um, maybe they do, but I like Kyle Lowry's aging. I know he's still a great player, but he kind of needed to be carried by Kawhi Leonard and I don't see Jimmy Butler being the guy that can carry a Kyle Lowry to the finals. Um, but in terms of players that the heat could have gotten in the free agency, I think Kyle Lowry is probably the best fit for them. Yep. Um, and they, they stole, not stole, cause we didn't want to pay PJ Tucker apparently, but they took PJ from us,
0: that was a which weird I one.
2: mean, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I read and apparently it was something to do with the tax. I thought we were tax exempt for keeping him, but I apparently that wasn't the case, which was kind of strange because we had his bird rights. So I thought that meant that like, if we went over the cap, that was he wouldn't have counted against it, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: Well, so all that means is you can, you can pay over the tax to a certain point, but mm-hmm. you'll still get hit with the luxury tax on it. Um, they could have paid him if they wanted Yeah, we could have,
2: I don't think he's worth, he's an aging player. Yeah, he's what thirty-seven. I don't, I don't hate the fact that we didn't pay him. It's just we haven't really replaced his role yet with Samia Ojole, Rodney Hood, but we got Bobby Portis for pennies. So,
0: did that sign and trade officially go through too? For I, for Lowry, I know that for, there were uh, there were questions about where Goran Dragic was going to end up because he was going to go the other way. Uh, yeah, so Achua and Goron go the other way to Toronto. Um, That's actually a good pickup for Toronto. Those are two solid players. Goron's probably going to be out the door though. Yeah.
2: Um Oh well, Achua. I think
0: Achua. Can, he's
2: been great. He'll be Not good. Great, but he's been he's been a good player. He'd he's be a, good for them. This is only I second year, right?
0: Yeah. The one. The one spot for Goron, I feel like that has to be Dallas. Like he has to go to the Mavericks. There's no other possible spot that he can end up. But that's kind of the last uh, domino to fall with them. Um, I feel like there was a, another... Uh, oh, Phoenix, uh, real quick. With that Chris Paul extension, that number was insane to me. That's uh, a type thing. Yes, however, his contract is a lot more friendly than it initially appears. Uh, his contract is only half... Uh, it's 50% guaranteed for... The 2023 2024 season. So they pick up and only have 15 million on the books. And then the 2024 season is not guaranteed. So they won't have to pay 39 year old Chris Paul $33 million if they don't want to. Um, That's good. Which is good. Yeah. (laughs) Because once again, this man is just making obscene amounts of money. He has now made a total of at the end of this contract, I'll have four hundred nineteen million in contract earnings. Quite a
3: few farm. dollars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> plus State Farm. Yeah. All right, who are we missing here? The we Knicks. Missed... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. the Knicks. Uh, Halloran, I feel like since you're uh, since you're a New York guy, how are you feeling about the uh, Knicks' offseason with their free agent acquisitions?
3: You'd have to remind me of them because I haven't been following.
0: All right, so. You have Ro, Derrick Rose, Derland Soell, and Taj, Taj Gibson and Alec Burks all coming back. You have yep. Evan Fournier signing the four-year $79 million deal. I want to say that was the number. And then you have Kemba Walker coming over. That's what it was. Yep. Uh, well, I liked the Kemba a lot. Um, I was
3: worried a little bit about his age. Like I almost feel like he's like a former shell of himself. Um but I hope he's solid for like this upcoming year and probably next year. I'm just worried about after that. Mm-hmm. But um, Evan Fournier, honestly, like I don't know that much about Evan Fournier. I was hoping for a little bit like more like better known name. But I yeah. mean, I'm sure you can throw some stats at me about him. Yeah. Um so him shooter. Something. He's a shooter.
0: Good shooter. Uh on the tall six foot seven shooting guard essentially. Career average averages fourteen points a game, forty five percent from the field and thirty eight percent from deep. So hey, is he good not at defense. Passable. Okay. Passable at defense, I would say. I mean his height gives him advantages at How do you not ball. know
3: who Evan Fournier is?
0: I he know who Evan in. I know who Evan Fournier is, like
3: I don't know his game yeah. though. I, honestly, like that sounds solid flicks because they needed a shooter. So I mean, if he's a three, if he can knock down the three, and now we have Kemba at point, I think the Knicks should be solid. Yeah, he shots. If six, they're bringing,
0: A Forty-six percent last year from for me, for, uh, for Boston.
3: Uh, yeah, so that's that's exactly what they need. Um, I was hoping for uh, Sexton over Kemba. I I thought Sexton like bring him in, bring him in like young guy, super energetic, killer mentality, scorer. Um, I was high on Sexton, but I'll, Kemba will be solid for the, for the next two years. Yeah. And after that, I don't know.
0: And you've got, of course, uh, they got Quentin Grimes as well. Uh, who else did they get? Yeah, I'm
3: not sure how Quentin Grimes is going to pan out. I'm very McBride. optimistic with him.
0: What did you say? McBride, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, Jericho Sims as well, who may or may not actually yeah. Make, yeah. Yeah, make the roster. That set of rotation is weird to me because of – uh. I mean Nerlens. I think I don't know if he'll start or if it, if Mitch will start. I really want Mitch to put it together and like stop fouling out and getting hurt every single game because that dude is just oozing talent. But I agree.
3: I like Mitchell over Nerlens Noel.
0: I do too. But my issue is like I don't know how reliant you can be on him. Oh, Julius Randle today too. Also signed a not max extension.
2: Yeah. Wow. He didn't take a max after, I guess, uh, after the shit show of a playoffs.
3: Four had.
0: years and a hundred seventeen million dollars. So he's it's making.
3: He's still getting yeah,
0: paid. He's still making about twenty three million a year, which that to me, that's like that's a good deal for what he's going to give you. Um, mm-hmm. I think that might end up being pretty underpaid if he doesn't have like it was his first ever playoff series. So I'm not going to give him too much slack for that. Um, but yeah, no, he uh. He got his money, didn't get nearly as much. Um, and yeah, they, I'm
3: shocked that the Knicks didn't overpay the shit out of yeah. him. Yeah. Because that's something they would do. I'm i I'm shocked. He decided, well, if, I, if they won the first round of the playoffs, they would have overpaid him.
0: I'm I'm but. surprised too. He didn't he didn't want to go to the market. Like he did not want to go to free agency. Um well, he it was just to get the get first year he's had
2: a success, you know. Like this yeah, is exactly. I'm
3: hoping he keeps that up because who knows, like next year he could just go like right back to what he was before that last year. Yeah. Uh, I think Alec
2: Burks was a big pickup for them too. Yeah. I thought Alec Burks was phenomenal in that playoff series. He was, hes a great spark off the bench or he can be inserted in the starting lineup too. I think he's kind of a do it all guard that they kind of, like any team needs. I think they, they're a really deep team. Like if you're looking at this roster, they're pretty much deep one through five. So I like what the Knicks have. I think they've, I think adding Kemba makes them better. Obviously yeah. anybody would agree with that. So, and they're bringing back pretty much the whole squad. I don't think they uh, they're not bringing back Reggie Bullock.
0: They, Bullock went to Dallas, but I think with the other moves that they made, they aren't going to miss Reggie yeah. Bullock.
2: Fournier um, is a better version of Bullock. As well. So much better.
0: Yeah. Even with Fournier kind of having that somewhat down year last year, he'll be a lot better for them. Uh, yeah. That's going to be another fun team too. Uh, Schultz, you want to take the, uh, the box here? I kind of touched
2: on it already. We got Bobby back, yep. which is awesome. Uh, Semi-Ogele <laughs> is the Giannis stopper, allegedly. Bless you, Jack. So we got the Giannis stopper on the bucks (laughs) with, uh, and then Rodney hood for a minimum deal and George Hill's back in Milwaukee after we traded him. Then he trashed us for trading him and now he's back. So whatever. I mean, if he can shoot 40% from three, like he did the last time he played for the bucks, then I'm all for it. And we need a backup guard anyway. Uh, We still have an MLE that we can use. Um, Right now I'm hoping for like a, a Josh Hart would be great. Or a Danny Green type. Danny Green might have signed. Danny Green sign? signed
0: with uh Philly. Yep. Two, okay, years, so he's two back. two years, twenty million.
2: So uh, looking at the market, I think the only person that I'd really like to see us use it on is Josh Hart, just a younger version of Danny Green, in my opinion. Obviously with no playoff experience. But I think we could uh use a shooter like a wing shooter. That's like where I'd like to see that used. i also wouldn't hate if JJ Reddick came back to Milwaukee, ran it back. Uh more so for the men than for the MLE, but who knows? Um, but I just love the fact that Bobby Portis loves Milwaukee and he took a pay cut to stay back. Like, he, we could have paid him more than what what he took. But he has a player option, so I think he's going to opt out and then we're going to be able to offer him a longer contract because we have his bird rights after that. Yep. So I'm excited to see Bobby back in Milwaukee. Uh, I mean, starting lineup is going to be the same as it was last year. And then we have Pat Connaughton, Bobby Bortis off the bench. I said Snortis. <laughs> yeah. Bobby <laughs> uh, Snortis off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it's just about adding one more guy, one more piece. And I'm really excited about Sandro mamouk Chavelli, I think. Yeah. And Jordan Noor is going to be a stud next year. You can mark my words. Jordan Norris is going to take a step in the right direction.
0: And it, yeah, yeah, so it Bucks. looks like they're, the Bucks mm-hmm. roster is, like, full at this point, too, mm-hmm. relatively.
2: Yeah, well, we could use one more rotation. And we have the money that we could do it with. So.
0: I love getting Mamu on the two way. That's yeah, that was huge. Perfect for him. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Patty Mills to the Nets. I think we need to. That'll, about that'll that, that be too. a good fit. That's gross. Um, that is absolutely gross. To, like, I know last year I was like, oh, you know, with health and stuff like that, I don't know if the Nets are gonna be guaranteed to make the finals. I feel like this year, even if Harden. Kyrie gets hurt again, I think they're much better equipped this year to do it uh, than last year, especially with any more event men guys that they may potentially be able to pick up here or there. Um, any I, like other the
1: Green. I like the
2: Devontae Graham. Yeah. To the Pelicans. I was yeah, going to talk I, about that also. You can go for it, Kylie. I've been talking.
1: Yeah, I like that as a nice replacement for Lonzo. Obviously, that's going to leave a big hole for their team. And they also have the young guards, uh, Kira Lewis and uh, Alexander. What's his name? Kyle Alexander. Yeah, I think he's really going to blossom next year with a bigger role. And I think they're kind of, with those three at the guard position, that'll be solid replacing Lonzo. And I think it's kind of a better fit alongside Zion and Brandon Ingram, just kind of giving a shooter who doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands to make plays. And he, I think he'll just kind of be more of a spot-up shooter. Obviously, he'll probably run the point, but I think, you know, Ingram and Zion will have the ball in their hands a the majority of the time. So I think getting that shooter to replace Lonzo, who's more of a playmaker – when you already have those big-time playmakers on the team, is going to be a better fit for them and allows the younger guards to blossom and kind of find their role alongside Zion because I think they have the pieces. They just need to kind of put it together.
0: Agreed. They also they picked up Trey Murphy, and I think someone that we need to mention too, uh, Satoransky came over in the Simon trade. That guy can run the point guard position at a mm. very high level. Uh, larger guard, too. I want to say he's like six five. He's 6'7". Yeah, seven. He's, big. yeah um, he's big. So, realistically, like, their guard rotation is sick now. Trey Murphy could help uh, off the bench with them. They got Garrett Temple, too. I don't know if he's going to end up staying. Um, but, yeah, some sneaky acquisitions. I mean, you got to keep your superstar happy. He's presumably going to be there for the next – six years at least minimum. Um, I don't know how many years he's been in the league at this point. What is this year? Uh, is this year two? Right. No. Yeah. Three. This was year three. Oh,
2: this will be, oh, it,
0: this is upcoming year three. Okay. So then he, yeah, he's got like six years left essentially. Cause they're not, they're going to match any contract he gets and he's too good to get rid of. Um, so got to keep the superstar happy though. Um, Definitely some interesting acquisitions. Not much coming off the books for them either. They're kind of set here. Jonas Valanciunas also went there too, which should help them. Jackson Hayes, TBD on his whole situation. Um, Don't know if he was at fault for that. That's been the interesting part to come out of everything. But what I do know is as a basketball player, he's not as developed as he should be yet. So hopefully he's able to pick it up because – that would be a huge, huge help for them. You don't want to have to rely on Willie Hernan Gomez to be your backup center, unless you're spent. Then maybe it works. <laughs> unless you're spent. Yeah. Any uh, any others that we want to...
1: bring up the Jazz for a second. I think, I mean, obviously they were the one seed in the West last year. Didn't necessarily put it all together. I think they made some solid moves. I would like to see a bigger splash. They got Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, and then they got Eric Pascal for like a second round pick, which is pretty good value, I would say. He'll be a nice piece off their bench. Like I said, I think they did pretty decent. They brought Mike Conley back also if he stays yeah, healthy. I say that they got him be back a, on the cheap, cheap, Yeah, that should be a. If he can stay healthy, that'll be a big uh, boost for them. But I'd like to see him maybe try to put something together to bring in another star. Mm. Not necessarily just a tough. top star, but someone that will be great alongside Donovan Mitchell, that dude's yeah. a beast. And then obviously Rudy. He's not huge on the offensive end, but his defense is just unmatched. So I think they made some slight improvements, but would have liked to see a bigger splash. Jack, what are you thinking about the Warriors? Otto Porter?
3: I think the uh, Clay and Steph back together and uh, Wiseman, Draymond, and their new draft pick if, like, Moses Moody turns out to be solid, Kuminga, They I think they should be, like, really good next, next season. I'm hoping Clay just comes in and just, like, is back to his former self and just lighting it up. That yeah, would I be, a be a
2: big ask considering he hasn't played basketball in two years. Clay's dope.
3: Clay but, is dope.
2: You didn't answer a single part of the question about Auto nah, Porter. Because I was thinking
3: – Dude, really I said Otto Porter you. twice
2: now. Nah.
3: I don't That's care about Otto Porter. Otto Porter old. What? Otto old. He's old?
2: He's 28. He is. How old oh, is he? He's 28. He's almost yeah.
3: 30.
1: This essentially moves Oubre okay. out the door, <laughs> no. though, for sure. No.
3: I'm not a fan of Otto yeah, like, still, he, still Uber uh, is trash. That pickup was trash. He is off. He can't even shoot. The only thing he could do for like the entire first few months of, of the basketball season was dunk, which is he had the funniest stats. He's trash. He is trash. So, him, him
0: and Laurier are the two uh, premier restricted free agents. And I garbage. think there is a large difference between the two, and both still pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I no reason to me like Golden State should be the favorites to come out of the West. Uh, I'm gonna go on the. and see that right now? What do you think? Of,
3: you think Clay's yeah. gonna come back, come back no. strong? You think? Uh, uh, what, what do you I think? Wish, no.
0: I I will be proven wrong. Hopefully, it when you have that Achilles injury, like you are not going to come back the same. Kevin Durant came back the same. Yes, I wish that was the. I wish that was not an exception and was like how it normally goes, but overall, it doesn't normally end up like that. So, first crossed. Uh, um, I mean, the biggest thing that Clay's
2: probably going to miss is yeah. I think he's not going to be I think as that's, good. Of a that's defender. a lot of his value too. So, but there's the offensive production definitely still be there. So it's there, more, there's so. no
0: reason that team shouldn't be like I look at them, I see them as based on how West going to play out. I see them as minimum like they should be a top two seed. Uh, that will be fun to see that. Even Jeez, if Clay isn't the same, up. I think them and the Lakers should be at the top. Uh, Clippers won't be the same. Kawhi got hurt. Mavericks, they improved prove all that much. Suns will fall off a tiny bit. And the Jazz too, I think will see a decent uh, decent fall off now that we kind of know how to You play against Gobert by stretching the floor against him. Um, which should add value with the amount of shooting out West. Is that uh is that all we uh I got a that question. All got?
1: That's all yeah. I have. Alright,
0: question. Go ahead.
1: I mean what are the kings doing? Are they gonna do something <laughs> with their lives? So they got so they got three really good guards and then other than that it's just like can you do something? Like I wish I was just like in the position just like start making some moves. Like they've got a few solid pieces there, but like I don't know. What do you guys think about them? They're so like like nothing's gonna change.
0: They have a year before they blow it up. Things have like always been bad. They've got this year is it. Uh they've been trying to move off a of buddy, uh, which would make a ton of sense. The Lakers were a huge spot for him. That probably isn't going to happen now. Um Bagley, they gotta move off of two somehow. I don't know who would take him. They got Rashawn yep. Holmes. Uh, back, which is sick for them, but uh, no one wants to go to Sacramento right now, and I cannot blame them for not wanting to go there. They do have a sick... Like, They're three guards though, with De'Aaron, Albert, and Mitchell. Yeah. That's going to be really cool. Uh,
1: I just don't know how solid. that's going to play like, solid out.
0: Solid one through three there, but it, it won't look good. Like, it will not look good. It shouldn't look good. Uh, yeah. Eventually, they've got Luke Walden. Leading the show. Yeah.
1: I just think they could package some things up and maybe switch it up for the better for a trade.
0: Yeah, one would think, considering I'm, they have one of the longest postseason droughts, I want to say, in the in the league. In
1: um, the you know, Timberwolves, not doing anything? To, I'm
0: just looking right now. Minnesota, I was going to say, that's one spot where Minnesota could potentially either A, move off a cat, which I don't want to happen, or B, try to get one of those, uh, I think getting some way to get De'Aaron Fox into Minnesota be would be watching. awesome for that team. Yeah. Uh, you sent D'Lo the other way and some form of uh, salaries would end up matching, but uh, yeah, they could figure it out. They've got a lot of answers, uh, or a lot of questions. We don't have the answers, unfortunately. Um, that's it, right? I'm good. All? Yeah, that's yeah. all. Uh, I remembered one. OKC signed Mike Muscala. That <laughs> was big. Uh, so <laughs> tank commanders back. Another twenty draft picks. The next few. That is all the time we have, though. Uh, thank you for the listen. Fun little uh, recap pod here, talking basketball once again. But uh, yeah. See you guys later this week.